0: Hello and welcome to Listen in Worship for St Michael's and St Mary's Churches on Sunday the 26th of July, the 7th Sunday after Trinity. We hope you enjoy the sermon and the hymn of the day. This week's Gospel focuses on five short parables about the Kingdom of God, which together have one main message. God's kingdom will come on earth as it is in heaven, and we need to be prepared. First, the stories of the mustard seed and the yeast. The mustard seed is a tiny seed that amazingly grows into a shrub common in Galilee, eventually ten feet high and large enough to house the nests of birds. Alongside this parable, is the parable of the yeast yeast was a common and important ingredient in palestinian households its character of gradual initially unobservable fermentation made it a particularly good metaphor giving rise to a proverb of the time a little leaven leavens the whole lump these two parables suggest that the kingdom of god will have small and humble beginnings and they are parables about patience. Jesus' followers, of course, says Tom Wright, didn't want to wait. If the kingdom was really present where Jesus was, coming to birth in what he was doing, then they wanted the whole thing at once. They weren't interested in God's timetable. Even if, In its coming in Jesus, the kingdom had small beginnings, entrusted after his death to the apostles. Still, it is destined to become the final glorious reality that we believe in and hope for. In our time, the church remains people on the way, praying for the kingdom to come on earth as it is in heaven. Then. The next pair of parables. First comes the man who stumbles over treasure buried in a field and sells all he owns to buy the land. It seems to us definitely morally questionable that he covers the treasure and goes with joy to sell everything and buy the field. But the only point being made here is that the kingdom of God is worth everything. Then similarly, the parable of the merchant who finally comes across the rare pearl he has been looking for and also sells all his possessions to acquire it. There is only one hoard of treasure. There is only one great pearl and everything else is as nothing beside it. The treasure or the pearl is the gospel of the kingdom which Jesus was announcing and embodying. We sing, don't we? All I once held dear, built my life upon. All this world reveres and wars to own. All I once thought gain, I have counted loss. Spent and worthless now, compared to this. Knowing you, Jesus, there is no greater thing. Words by Graham Kendrick. The kingdom is a reality that is worth everything. The final parable tells us that understanding this and making a decision is important, urgent, because the world isn't simply going round and round in circles. It's going in a straight line towards a goal and it's going there Quite fast. The choice is real, present, and stark. The fishing nets in the last parable had floats at the top and weights at the bottom, and having been thrown into the water, encircled the fish and were then dragged up on the shore. The net gathered fish of every kind, just as everyone, both bad and good is invited into the kingdom. But it would also have been very common in Capernaum, for example, to see fishermen sitting on the beach, going through the day's catch, keeping the good fish and throwing away the bad ones. In the present time, people bad and good are allowed to live together. But at the time of judgment, a separation will take place, as in the parable of the weeds and the weeds and the sheep and the goats. Matthew never tires of warning about the reality of judgment. There's a decision to be made, and made urgently, by each one of us. The gospel of the kingdom is like a fabulous hoard of treasure. Yours if you'll sell everything to buy the field where it's hidden. It's like the biggest, finest, purest pearl that any jeweller ever imagined. And it's yours if you'll sell everything else, including all the other pearls you've ever owned, in order to buy it. The day will come when God will remake the whole world in justice and truth. And all who have shaped and formed themselves around injustice and lies will find that they are like the bad fish that the fishermen will be forced to throw away. The choice is real and stark. But when we hold that truth, we must not let it distort our image of God into a God who is totting up all our sins and keeping account of our failings and inadequacies. Our God remains the God who plans to save us, to remove our sins sins from us as far as the East is from the West. And from whose love in Jesus nothing, neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us. There is nothing that can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And so I hope you enjoy listening now to our hymn of the day. "O oh Lord my God, when I in awesome wonder. Thank you for listening. Have a great week. God bless you.